Hello, and welcome to the Double Take Podcast with your hosts, Kirk and Kevin Weber. This is the show for fans of sports, music, and popular culture. On this episode, we have special guest, editor-in-chief of the APA blog, Thomas Nelshoppen, in a special interview with Kevin and Kirk. Please join us now on Double Take. Welcome to episode 21 of Double Take. Thank you for joining us. Um, you're safe here. You don't have to stay six feet away from us. You don't have to wear a mask or gloves. You just can settle in and listen to what we hope is a interesting and exciting episode. We think it's going to be. Uh, we have a special guest uh, coming up uh, right after our break in a minute, but it's going to be um, the editor-in-chief of the APA blog, which Kevin and I um, have gotten involved with, and Kevin's been involved with for quite a while. And uh, to kind of save a little bit of time before we jump into talking to him, uh, Kevin's going to give a little bit of background. Uh, So why don't you tell everybody who our guest is and what they should know about him, Kevin? Well, our guest is Thomas Nelshoppen, the uh, editor-in-chief of the APA blog and a longtime uh, APA community member. Uh, Tom lives in Illinois and is an IT consultant uh, for the University of Illinois and a huge Illini baseball fan. He follows that team and, um, and, and updates our website and does all kinds of stuff with uh, Illini baseball um, and also photography. And uh, he's been you know, producing the Apple blog since 2008. And in my estimation, it's kind of taken the place of the old Apple Journal and everything, and it's been a, a mainstay uh, these last nearly 12 years here uh, for the Apple community. Tom is um, part of the uh, basic game Iowa-Illinois Apple League since 1980, and he's also played with the BBW Boys of Summer Apple League since 2014. And like a lot of Apple players, he does a replay. His replay is the 1966 NL replay, which he's been working on for a while. We'll find out more about that from him when we talk to him. So that, this should be a very interesting interview, and, and Tom's a great guy. Yes, yeah, so uh, we'll take a quick break, and then right after that, we'll get into our interview with Tom. Welcome back. We're here with our special guest, Tom Nels Hoppin. And uh, you notice that I said it slightly different than I did in my introduction because we had a little off-air conversation about uh, uh, Tom's name. Anyway, welcome to the show. Um, welcome to Double Take, Tom. Thank you, Kevin. And I really appreciate the chance to be on the show. So we, um, the main reason we brought you on here is because both of us are now, thankfully, uh, involved with you with the Apple blog, which you've been running since, uh, I believe, 2008, and uh, we just wanted to, um, you know, get some, you know, information, some conversation about that, and uh, talk to you about, um, you know, how, how have you kind of kept this thing going over the last 12 years? We know that um, creatively, sometimes it's tough, and, and, you know, regular life gets in the way sometimes as well, and, 
And how have you kind of kept this thing, this this locomotive going here over the last 12 years? Well, for, first of all, thank you both. Um, you, Kevin, especially since you, you uh, as Epiblog readers know, you know, are are been been great about writing articles. Uh, your your articles in particular have been very been very engaging and very popular with with blog readers. Uh, and so thank you and and for suggesting Kirk. I I kidded with Kevin that uh, uh, if if Kirk is half as half a good a writer as you are, Kevin, uh, the, all you guys are are going to be in for a treat when Kirk starts writing. Um, and uh, it, um, I know he's got you know got an article out already, um, and so yeah, it it is it's helpful that you know segues into my my answer, where it, it's helpful. This is not something that Tom is doing you know for Tom. It's something that I envisioned from the very start that let's get the APA community involved in it. And uh, from the beginning, I had, you know, I had a partner in it and he eventually, you know, backed out of it, was not so interested and that's fine. And I got people involved who, you know, wrote on certain topics for a short period of time, maybe, and then, and then, uh, or longer, it really depended on on their interest, and uh, I, I go through the list. But and it really is, you know, from from the very start, it had we had, the Apple blog had a very, uh, let's say, a main start. It was me posting links to, hey, this is new, check it out, uh, and then I decided to become a little more structured, I guess. Like, okay, we're gonna do this every Monday, Monster Card Monday. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I would just start playing it out, and well, that that I guess structure. I think people could at least, for the most part, you know, count on that being there, and then it sort of just grew from there. And um, it, it was helpful, I think, to integrate it with Facebook to have a Facebook mm -hmm. page along that. And I mean, honestly, that's how like, I learned about Jim Saska and, and Doug Schuyler and the Chicago Land Tournament. And then the Chicago Land Tournament turned into heck, 10, 12, you know, regional tournaments. And, you know, that's that all half, half my Facebook friends are people I learned. I, you know, you know, got through, you know, just these regional tournaments and mm -hmm. I'm grateful for each one of them. Well, you know, APA is really about community. I think anybody that gets heavy into any APA game, and baseball seems to be probably the most famous and popular, it's about, you know, the interaction. And so a blog and social media are, are great ways to do that. But I think uh, what makes your blog so successful over the years is your um, openness to bring in people. Uh, you know, like if somebody gets oh, a little yeah. too heavy yeah. into it, um, then that makes it really hard. But it's very inviting you know, to do that. And there's a community. I, to I try it. to keep it positive. It's, yeah. it's, mm -hmm. it's one of my first rules of, of thumb is that I want to keep it positive. Now we are an independent blog from the company. Uh, we're not bound by the rules of the company. That being said, you know, I want to keep it positive. Um, and I see this throughout the internet, internet on similar genres where it just devolves into negativity and I want to stay away from that. Right. Um, 
and so I'm generally a pretty positive guy, and I want to reflect that in the blog itself. I think mm -hmm. the other thing and uh, that you tapped into, um, like with a Monster Card Monday, for example, or Weird Card Wednesday or something like that, is I um, when people were more isolated before, you know, um, the ability to see things on the Internet and stuff, um, you know, because Apple's been around for decades, um, you were able to uh, you would uh, have Kevin and I would have conversations about this is a great card or a monster card or this is a strange card. And then you see that reflected on um, a website and you're like, oh, other people think that way, too. I, that's cool. And then you're like, OK, show me some more or whatever. And not everybody has every card. So the ability to share and show things, it's kind of like almost like you have that card in your hand and you're passing it over to somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it and kind people of can comment. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's a very good analogy. I never really thought of it that way, but yeah, it's like you're taking a card and hey, Kevin, take a look at this card, and you're looking at oh yeah, you're right, and you're passing it to Kirk. Uh, mm -hmm. That's a great analogy, but you're right. Uh, it, it is um, the the app of card is such a a beautiful thing for people who play the game. It's what the essence of mm -hmm. the game is, and. Um, people see it and, and they, they can immediately know is this is going to be a good hitting card or a bad hitting card or it will get a lot of wops or hit a lot of home runs and it it will I think it, it does in a virtual way allow for some uh, you know further enjoyment of the game you know for me it's not quite the same as uh sitting across the table uh mm -hmm. but unfortunately in, in this cur current uh situation we're in right now that will not be happening as much as it as it's uh you know hopefully hasn't in the past or hopefully hopefully well in the future but um it does you know it it it, it does enhance i think the, the you know the the, the game itself mm -hmm. One of the things I think is uh, the most interesting thing, I think the Apple blog figures into this, and, and so do the other online Apple forums and, and, um, and pages, you know, like App Baseball page on Facebook or the Apple Games page, is Apple community members in general seem to just stick to Apple. There's so, especially now in this divisive time we live in, and there's so much politics and almost everything. And every once in a while, I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw somebody post some kind of political thing on either side. I'm not even trying to take sides here. And that right. just gets squashed out, gets out. I mean, okay, sometimes the worst thing that happens is people get a little negative about, I don't know, something with the company, their cards didn't come in time, or they're right, cut sure. a little funny or something or whatever. But uh -huh. there's people that always want to complain about that stuff. But in general, it's just like you can always go on those pages and see something interesting, and you don't have to read some political thing or somebody's going off on something or else. And that's like the best thing about it. It's like such oh, a breath of I, fresh air from everything, you know? Oh my gosh. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, look at my league, the old Apple league. I mean, we have people from all over the spectrum of, uh, the political spectrum and it, and you know, the, these guys, a lot of these guys I've known since I were, I was in high school. And I, as for those that don't know, I am 54-ish, 50, 55. Um, and so, you know, it's a good 40 years I've known these guys. Um, almost 20 years. 
and it's amazing that you know you know you know we don't uh, uh, take a swing at each other but the, re <laughs> the reason we don't is we don't uh, let politics get in, involved in the weekends that we have uh, and by weekends I mean we spend two full days full two full days and nights you know rolling Napa and uh, it's we we've known that if we start talking politics it just degrades and something we'd mm -hmm. rather have not happen right uh, it's supposed to be like a separation from your regular yeah. life right like i've even noticed sure. that in tournaments that i've gone to and i've been lucky enough to go to several tournaments the last few years and you don't hear guys i mean they're just there you know trying to hope they roll good numbers and win you know and uh, talking yeah, exactly. about other stuff yeah. you don't see that stuff and you know you got people thinking all kinds of different stuff so um that is one of the best things about the app community i think for sure mm -hmm. yeah yeah and you know, it, I can only point to Pastor Rich Zelatsky, who um, he, I know he and I have very vastly different politics, but he is one awesome dude. I'll mm -hmm. tell you yep. that right now. Um, and I, I love him like a brother. He's a, he's he's someone who he's he's so looking out for the for the community, Apple community, and I just uh, he is he is one awesome dude. Mm -hmm. Now, um, we were talking earlier, you know, and we started this uh, blog, tw you know, 12 years ago or so. Um, has it, yeah, how is, how, it? yeah, I mean, you're probably looking <laughs> back, years, so wow. <laughs> maybe a little reflection, you know, the ups and downs and stuff. Has it, you know, your vision at the beginning to where we are now, um, well, how's it played yeah, out for you? Well, I started, yeah, I started because when you did a Google search on APA, the Apple company's website would, would come up and then really nothing else. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe eBay would come up and I thought, man, there, there has to be another like fan <laughs> website <laughs> about Apple coming up because um, I, and truth be told, I had another website like year, years ago before blogs, just a static website called Boxcars. <laughs> it was on my university, um, uh, you know, like my personal web space, and I had it going for a year or two. I really should go back and in the way back machine and see if I can, you know, find it somewhere. Uh, but yeah, it was just called, you know, Boxcars, and it just had like a FAQ on how to play APA and a little bit about oh. my league and that kind of thing. But wow. I've heard some people say, yeah, I remember that, that website. Um, but yeah, essentially I wanted to be, I wanted to know that, you know, the game exists and if you're interested, this is what you could, you know, how you could get better and how you could learn, learn more about the game. And um, it's, uh, for a while it was, um, Again, you know, my my articles were, you know, three or four lines each, and not that real in depth. Uh, I, I set higher expectations for my, myself, <laughs> and um, now you know, I have better writers on the staff, <laughs> and uh, it uh, you know, and since I've the more people that started finding it, the more um, uh, I thought, well, okay, I better, you know, step up. And also, I mean, a bigger, a big factor was that 
other people um, were writing. Uh, Jim Frash, you know, Eric Berg, you know, you know, Sean Beyer, they all got, you know, websites about APA, and I think that's fantastic. And people mm-hmm. are writing about APA, and, you know, for a while there, maybe, you know, 10, 12 years ago, um, you know, APA was not really, you know, in the best shape, you know, community-wise. Um, and I feel this, you know, the fact that people are taking the time to write about APA and plug the game, and I think that really says a lot about, you know, the game itself and hopefully about the company, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we, uh, Kevin and I were talking about, you know, um, your some of your connection with um, maybe reading the old APA journal. and um, oh, yes. And what do you where do you see a connection between the Apple blog and the Apple Journal? I mean, the Apple Journal doesn't exist anymore. I mean, it, you can see the old issues, but it you know it doesn't publish. Um, and I you know like did you used to read the Apple Journal? And oh yeah, is that yeah, is that an inspiration? Subscriber. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, do you feel like uh, the Apple blog has picked up the mantle of the Apple Journal a little bit, or uh, what do you think? I guess a little. Um, I I. You know, I never want to claim to take over anything. I just felt, you know, filled the void. But yes, mm-hmm. I was a big, big fan of the APA uh, journal. I um, remember a lot of their, um, a lot of the columns they had, and I, I remember, you know, their um, uh, Lynn on leagues column, the Bob Henry's column on cards. Um, and actually, I was browsing um, my friend Brando's, uh, he had a couple, you know, journals on the table there from way back, whenever. And I was I ran across a uh, article that I had actually submitted. Oh, wow. And it was when I went to the con- convention. I, mean, I couldn't even tell you what year it was, but it was a while ago. Um, and it was me taking the train to uh, Lancaster. And, you know, the train trip itself, because, you know, I went with a friend and uh, we played app on the, the train, you know, <laughs> on the way there. We had a, a week series to play and then on the way back and then, of course, the series itself. And, yeah, it was like it was had a title of, you know, app, you know, Amtrak to Apple or something like yeah. that. And I totally forgotten I'd written that. But, yeah, that. I have a stack of Apple journals um, somewhere, and a lot of them things like uh, I think you referenced this in my in your article, Kirk, about uh, the uh, my quick and dirty guide to you know right. how how a card. I got, a lot of that I got from memory from an Apple you know an, an Apple journal article that you know I read year decades ago. Hmm. Yeah. We figured there was a nice connection there, and we thought a little, uh, oh, little sure. discussion about the Apple Journal would be good. I mean, you know, things change, and uh, things. It's hard. I mean, all publishing that is print publication is difficult. You know, you have to have an online thing, and especially something oh, yeah. that was started like you know being basically copied on a machine. Um, that's hard to keep it going. But, um, but some of those elements. I mean, they used to do card analysis in the Apple Journal and, and that sort of thing oh, because every, yeah. you know people have been doing that forever. You know. Right. Um, so and and that's the, I mean it's the card analysis and looking at it and then the other thing that um, I think most people who love Appa 
or app of baseball is learning about players through playing with the cards, you know, and, yeah. right. and some of yeah. that is probably you, you have that experience with your replay, your uh, 66 sure. replay. So how has that been going for you? Your, uh, your replay? Oh, it's kind of been put pushed to the side for, for the time being, I've been uh, so busy with, uh, with work and, and what have you, but um, I think my uh, my fellow little Apple League manager uh, Chuck Lucas he always texts me. He says, "How's sixty six going?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm on it." Do you do yeah. that on the on the um, baseball for Windows, or do you do that card and dice? What do you how do you That's do card it? and dice? Yeah, okay. it's card and dice. And I'm in I'm uh, in the month of June right now. So I, I actually I'm okay. almost the, actually I finished June. I'm on the first week of July. So. Wow. All Star Game is on is almost here, hmm. so that's a, be a good milestone. When Kevin yeah. and I were younger, we well we got the card sets from '84 through like '87, I think, and yeah, uh, we did. We also bought the 1930 um, season, and the oh, 19, yeah. and the 1922 season, and the 1966 season. Okay. And yeah. so we, and then what we would do with our, our, our good friend, Derek was, um, draft from all the teams, right. You know, our okay. own teams and, uh, and then play like a small season and stuff. So we, you become very familiar with, you know, those people. So like when you were talking, you know, before, I think on your, this week in APA interview about how you're learning about different players, we did the same sort of thing, you know, because, you know, of course they were before our time too, but, um, you know, it's kind of cool to see younger guys like a Joe Morgan's playing then, but he becomes more famous by the 70s or guys that you would have never seen. Or, play. or like a guy like Rico Cardi, who I had right. no idea yeah. about Rico Cardi before I played with the 66 Apposet. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, wow, he's a good player. And then you look him up yeah, and, right. you're, you know, we looked him up in the, you know, baseball encyclopedia back then. But, you know, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's, I, it, it, yeah, it brings it out. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I have there are three players, three types of players in the '66 replay. There are the ones that anyone would know, like Sandy Colfax or Willie Mays or mm-hmm. Willie McCovey, and then there are players that are, are I know because they played into my my era, like, um, let's say Rusty Staub or mm-hmm. uh, someone like maybe. Uh, Let's say, let's say you know uh, Brian Hunt or something like that who played just into the era that I would I would know, and then there's someone who I know was good was good enough but just never was never played in my era. And it's like okay I know this guy's supposed to be good but I I never knew that he was um, never played in my era and I had to look him up a little bit and. Um, so I had to like look him up, find out how really good he was, and you know, someone like uh, Claude Osteen, for example, right? For the Dodgers, mm-hmm. right? Like, who is this guy? Yeah, mm-hmm. or and, there could be guys like a, like a Jim Bunning or somebody, right? Who uh, you know, ends his career right around 1970-ish, and he's kind of right. older by then, but he's still playing quite a bit, you know, in the mid-60s, and, and you know, so you kind of, they're, they're significant. That is, it, remember, and that's the beauty of it. I remember learning about the Alou brothers and how good they were. Who the heck, you know? Oh, my gosh, three, yes. Yeah, and it's like, man, they were something else, you know? But, uh, but that yeah. would factor in when when uh, you watch 
children of them playing, you know, a generation oh, yeah. later, you sure. you have that connection through APA with those people. You know, it's uh, it's it's a cool kind of thing that happens. Um, and that's why I always think it's great to try to um, get a season that is outside of your era because, you know, your generation mm -hmm. so that you can um, learn something from it, you know. Yeah, it's definitely been a learning ex learning experience for me. Uh, I just I've learned a lot of history, and for me, yeah. And I know everyone does it differently, but playing the actual lineups and the actual rotation is um, I've learned so much about how baseball was managed or yeah. is managed, mm -hmm. uh, and using like okay during the beginning of the season, they're like managers are like trying to figure out their team, and okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to lead off Ty Klein. And like, mm -hmm. okay, who's Ty Klein <laughs> from the Cubs? It's like, yeah. and apparently they didn't have, they didn't make the trade for Dolph Phillips, you know, with the Phillies yet. And they're trying to figure out who they're going to lead off. And Ty Klein was their lead off guy for about two weeks. Mm -hmm. And he never worked out. He was not that, that great in that year. And then they made the trade for Dolph Phillips. And he was their guy after that. But, and then Johnny Hernstein, who had a good year, I guess, a year before, but that year he was just, you know, garbage. Um, and finally, they sell now Adolfo Phillips. Um, but, you know, when we look at a team, you know, as, as a APA manager, we're like, okay, this is a guy I'm going to weed off. I'm going to weed off this guy that looks like Ricky Henderson. Sure, mm -hmm. why, why, why wouldn't I weed this guy off every game? Well, no, because... Mm -hmm. real life doesn't work that way <laughs> right yeah. yeah when i'm playing with uh you know the giants in the 1930 giants in a tournament you know um he, a young mel ott was my best leadoff hitter mel ott doesn't lead off but you know he was leading <laughs> off for me you know so right. you know yeah i i get that and, and when you say ty klein uh he i believe is on the 1970 reds because i have that team i'm going to play yeah. with them in a tournament and he's kind of a bench That's guy a you know team. Yeah, and um, but I'm like, oh, Ty Klein, I know that name. And what do I associate it with? I associate it with, you know, the 70 Reds. But, you know, you're thinking of probably your first thought when you hear that name is that 66 season. So right. it's interesting how you make those associations. Well, oh, I, yeah, I do I, my. Yeah, I know so. baseball history because of APA. I give yeah. APA all the credit in the world for my baseball history knowledge. Mm -hmm. For yeah. sure. I, I do like um, – I like to do the single team replays like I've done the 84 Tigers right now. I'm almost done with the 68 Tigers. I'm like the last few games. And I was playing with the Baltimore Orioles, and they have this guy, Mike Fiore, who I don't know who okay. the heck this guy yeah. was. But he was hitting second. He's only, he was a rookie, 23-year-old rookie. He hit 059. Now, there's some awful <laughs> cards in the 68 set, but this is one <laughs> of the worst. Okay, if you're playing with that team, because, I like you, I use the actual lineup, the starting lineup, starting pitchers. I make changes as I go through, you know, based on however the game out, you know, comes out. But he's hitting second. There's no way anybody would ever play with this guy's card. It's just awful. All right? <laughs> but he, for two games in a row, Mike Fiore, right. he's in there hitting, you know, because he, you know, he went one for 17, but he's in there. Wow, know? he got to so, hit it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how he hit 059. <laughs> Especially know? when you have a card like that, and then you have to go against that 68 pitching. Oh, yeah, he's facing brutal. he's facing uh, Mickey Lola, or Mickey Lola, who's a B, or he's facing okay. Danny McClain, who's an A A and B X Z. You know, good luck. Okay, hey, I gotta walk. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's about it. 
<laughs> so, um, yep. so you, um, you're also in uh, a league. Um, had, did you guys do your draft um, recently? Um, we, we did do our draft. Uh, uh, did we you... did it. We did it early. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah. We did it in February. You guys normally do. You try to do as much face-to-face stuff as possible in your league. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Because we Kevin's did, um, league is more kind of, you know, all around the country sort of people. But so, yeah, that's cool how you're able sure. to do that. Um, what did you have any um, any exciting um, draft picks or anything that you were happy about or um, probably a little too exciting. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And, well, just ones I probably should not pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's interesting. A lot of the leagues that we had that around. Yeah, ones I've heard at least they were very, um, you know, pretty similar to to each other. There weren't any big surprises, um, mm-hmm. but uh, if you look at um, you know the ones that um, draft, you know, only rookies um, uh, and and draft you know um it, it it seems that a lot of them are dra- we're drafting you know uh, vladimir uh, guerrero jr mm-hmm. uh some 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 drafted tatis first um but uh it's um it with ours it was um vladimir jr and then um we had uh, we had a little bit of a surprise number two Al- alcantara went second the starting pitcher, and then Tatis mm-hmm. went second. Um, it wasn't too much of a surprise. Number four went Alonzo, Alonzo which you know, think yeah. back twenty years ago, a, a rookie hitting you know fifty plus home runs, mm-hmm. you know, automatic first pick, right? Right. You yeah, were, now you it's were, like, well, no. that's that's a good <laughs> year. We got picked four. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I always feel like those. I mean, I, I know there's some some hot shot pitchers, but you know how pitchers, man, they they can look like a Cy Young one year, and then you know they have arm trouble and they're nothing the next year. So it's like an NFL running back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know players can get hurt too, but man, <laughs> those first round picks, I'm always leaning toward the hitter. You know. Yeah. I, I do concerned. too. That. Now that being said, I put the a picture in my first pick. So, <laughs> I think it's a, it's now, Hudson, so. yeah. Now I'd like well, he's now, a good young pitcher. As a as a as the only person of the three of us here who's not in a in a league, a serious league, what do you two think about with this baseball season that you know is going to have a shortened season probably, and fewer games, so the cards are going to be different, right? You know, like mm-hmm. I, they you will think, be. Yeah, you think do do you, um, I mean I mean obviously I want to see baseball, but I mean is that going to be harder or easier to judge people? Um, yeah. You know what are the ramifications for Apple leagues? You know, like uh, if, like because we haven't really had anything the, like that in a while. If you right? look at the shortened seasons, uh, the labor, you know, mm-hmm, like eighty one right? and stuff. Um, those those seasons have the oddest cards. They yes. really mm-hmm. do. They have the, the best card, best card, the monster card. They have just some really weird cards, too. Mm-hmm. So there should be um, lots of fodder for the blog. It's just a, oh God, yeah, well, yeah, there will be. But I guess it's a decision, too, if you, are, you know, like my league, the WBO, does 162-game uh-huh. schedule. So are we just going to project, like, okay, well, this guy played this percentage of games. I mean, we could probably figure something out. 
we haven't talked about it yet because we don't know how many games, but they're talking oh, we, about a hundred game season. We've already discussed this you know? over text, and we've already made our decision. <laughs> what are you guys gonna do? We're gonna we 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 had decided we're gonna if the season happens, we're gonna do a hundred and sixty-two game season, and we're gonna prorate the limits. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's, that seems all, like the logical thing. That way. So if you get uh, some dude that does, happen, uh, he, do he just a does a. Season. Oh yeah, that'd be fun too. So if you oh, get you know a guy that Tony Gwen's it, then man, he just gets the Tony Gwen at oh. 462 games, you know, right? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and but I just, I mean, you know, it's not obviously it's not uh, life threatening here how this impacts no. uh, Apple League, but yeah. it's interesting to think about. Well, we have about. to decide now. Okay. And oh. there's been some consistency, <laughs> you know, over you know, I mean, pretty much you get your seasons and your draft and stuff. So now. I think for anybody that's been in a league for a while, it's going to throw a new wrinkle into things. It might just oh, make it, it kind of fun, will. you know? Oh, yeah. Right. And, and then for that newer player that um, comes in that maybe really plays pretty briefly and has maybe a really good year, is that somebody that you want to draft higher or not? You know, maybe they just happen based on the circumstances to have that year or something, you know? And, and so there's going to be interesting decisions that you have to make um, that's kind of fun. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see how that kind of plays out. I think but. it plays in, too, because, like, for example, I've got Noah Syndergaard. Of course, you know, he's he's out for the year, you mm-hmm. know. Yep. But right. he's out for, what, a, well, maybe 100 games, I guess. He's out for less. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. in a way, it kind of softens Those guys that, that are hurt, bit. yeah. I mean, I still yeah. don't have them for next year. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it makes it a little different. Or there's, like, um, uh, who was it? My, my third baseman I got um, from the Reds. Um, he was supposed to miss the first week or so of the season um, this year, but you know that's he should be healthy now. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> you know? yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like you know, whatever. So yeah, you don't have to worry about is. some guys coming back too soon. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, they got time. So yeah, it makes a difference. So um, Tom, with um, kind of where Appa is now, any thoughts on what you'd like to? Um, you know, like things that you'd like to see happen or occur, like any sets or something or um, products that they might come out with or anything. Do you ever like kind of look back at some of the, you know, people own different years and seasons and stuff, anything that you would like to see or some uh, adjustments or anything? Um, okay. This is going to sound like a pet peeve and hopefully John Hurston is going to listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is more of a, um, uh, workflow issue but uh if the appa company could um get their um, announcements um in sync with um their social media that Mm. would be really helpful so that when they announce a new set it gets posted on twitter their facebook account and their webpage all at the same time so that when i go to see what's new I don't need to go searching for the newest uh, announcement because sometimes, you know, it's hard to see, you know, mm-hmm. what their their timeline is, what their, you know, and that, you know, that's sort of a precursor to your question, I guess, like mm-hmm. just so I know what is currently being planned, because yeah. sometimes I go to uh, their web page and I see something that's six months old or a year old. And I go to their Twitter page, and that's not been updated. Uh, I do like their, news, their newsletter. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's um, Randy Courier. 
and bless your heart, Randy, because that is well done and it's very personal. And John puts his heart into that too, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, if anyone is not on the Apple newsletter, uh, email the Apple blog. You can be, just contact me on the Apple blog. I'll show you how to do it. Maybe I should just write an article about it. But that is worth it. It's, right. You'll get a week, yeah. weekly newsletter, and it's very, it, that's how you find out what's going on in the Apple You find out a lot. Apple's, but yeah. I don't. I don't think they have. Kevin and I talked about. I don't think they have anybody really coordinating or running their social media and website stuff. That's a, that definitely is I an area tell. that could be in, improved. Yeah, um, yeah you, you know. see a disconnect because guys that get the newsletter will post something on Facebook or this or that, and then they're like, "Well, hey, when is this coming out?" And it's like, "Dude, it was in the newsletter." Well, I don't get the newsletter. Well, because yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. and that's really like. The newsletter is the number one place right now where you get really more consistent is. stuff. Yeah. But it'd be good. You got to kind of have a swath of areas nowadays, and 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 when you have a web presence and you have a social media presence, um, you know, taking it, and especially you know, with how so many people go to those things, especially Facebook uh, for APA, um, that you just got to take advantage of it. Um, right. They should have a person that push the stuff out to the apple facebook stuff and and you know I mean, that's kind of part of the and i know it's a a small company with only so many people working and it's just a, it's such a niche thing well, you know so it's hard to do that but still that would well, be better the apple, the apple yeah. blog does not make any money and i whenever i post an article it gets pushed out to twitter and facebook you know it's not magic it just you know i just have it automatically down you kevin you know that mm-hmm. and yep. you see your articles posted and they get it's not, I'm not pushing any buttons. It just automatically happens because I made it. I made that workflow happen. Um, maybe I should just like outsource myself to Apple and see if they'll hire me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it would be useful. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but as far now, as the actual products, um, yeah, I don't really have anything in mind. Um, it. Uh, I just. I'm trying to keep up with my on my own sixty-six right. play. I know other people have had, other people have had some ideas. Um, uh, I just, I, I, I guess I I'm drawing a blank at this. Now. What oh, about you that's guys? Right. Oh well, Kevin definitely wants to see every World Series matchup teams available for purchase. Yes, um, I think I that know would that's be a good. real popular one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would and, like and I to think, see yeah. um, all-star team um, packets available, like, you know, the 1971 all-star game, you know, or something like that. Right. And you get the the two AL. They used to have some of those, that, mm-hmm. and you could buy them together, like, right. as the World Series and the all-star together. They had those for a few years. I've got, like, the 79, I believe, which is pretty interesting, but I haven't played it. I oh, can't yeah. say I've played that, you know. But uh, yeah. I probably would play the 71, though. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a fun one, and it was in Detroit, right? So yeah. Um, so uh, the other question I wanted to ask you, Tom, was um, over these many years, over a decade now, with this Apple blog, what are some of the more memorable um, posts or articles or things that have um, occurred? Um, it's funny you ask that because uh, we I used to have um, a author uh, who wrote for the Apple blog. It was. Just, during the first part of our our existence, his name was Ted Malish, and he wrote an article that was called "I Hate Apple," 
<laughs> and somehow that just gained traction in Google's uh, like algorithm. And so it had the highest like page rank of any of the article articles on the Apple blog. So it was picked up and, and linked to by probably Stratomatic probably Stratomatic's probably. website. I don't know. Uh, and it was sort of a tongue in cheek, you know, I didn't do well or, you know, I'm mad at the game right now, so I hate Apple. Uh, and uh, I really should have just, you know, probably hit it, you know, doing it, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was just like, oh my God, not this one. Not, don't, don't comment on this article again. But it was like, <laughs> for a while, it was my, my most popular one that he wrote. Um, <laughs> but... Like, no, that's not what this blog's about. Uh, right, Let's yeah. Get back to the positivity again, well, can't we? Um, but honestly, the, the, the one that, um, um, one of the ones I really enjoyed doing, I think got some really good uh, feedback. Well, uh, besides Kevin's articles, which always got good got good feedback, I tell you, uh, was I, I did a, a roundtable with... Uh, the tournament organizers and just asked, you know, just some simple, like how, what was, you know, the impetus of organizing a tournament. And I got, you know, rich and I got, um, you know, got, got Jim Sask and Doug Skyler and I got, uh, um, I think, I think uh, um, Ron Ank involved and, uh, it was, uh, it it was it was just um, it was just basically asking them, you know, how what was it like in organizing the Apple tournament? What what goes on in your mind before that that day before? What is the one thing you always forget? And it was like two or three articles, and it got some really good. Yeah. Back, I recall I that article. Yeah, it's it like inside one. the life of a APA yeah. tournament organizer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and yeah, which yeah. is a big thing because you're trying to mm -hmm. juggle so many things at one time. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I did that for a couple of years, and and fortunately, uh, Eric Berg and uh, and uh, Todd Daniels have sort of taken over the uh, the uh, the reins for the Brook Prairie Land tournament, but it we just were quick enough this year. I think Rich, Rich's Greater Michigan uh, tournament was the uh, last one that was able to get off yeah. the ground uh, yeah. before everything started shutting down. And this is something that we're we're gonna have to deal with um, for yeah. a while. I think gonna have to have Zoom tournaments. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it. I mean, honestly, what you what are you guys what are you guys thinking as far as that? As far as how to play Apple, what about getting a whole bunch of people together i mean right well i mean you could i mean there there's always the options with various uh, video ways of of doing right. it where you know you could do that i we talked before um about app go where and right. that's where you you know you'd have to have you know own the cards or whatever or have a subscription but um that would require a little bit of maybe um programming updating to make it right. so that like Kevin and I talked, I think in our last episode about if they could add something that is um, for a uh, 
tournament slash league manager mode uh, that would allow you to bring people in, communicate with the people that sign up, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, that would be um, that would be good. You know, I think there is this could be the moment that that could take off because other you know people would be less inclined if there's like oh i'm just going to go to the prairie land or i'm going to go to chicago land or whatever sure. um but they might be like okay right. this this could work uh there's pros and cons that you could get in that but I, I there are ways you can do it what do you think um kevin or tom yeah i mean i i think apago is probably the you know the the best way to, to try to explore it but to do the video stuff i mean obviously um google hangouts and zoom um, you know, or any of the other, you know, Skype online, or something, yeah. Skype or um, FaceTime, you could use those, but that'd be really tough for a tournament. And you got like 60 guys or something and they're all in their house on that. I guess you just reserve your Saturday and you just keep hooking. And you, you know, you're going to have problems. So, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's hard to find the dude in the room when you're trying to play, you know, <laughs> let alone hook, you know what I'm saying? Like, where's this guy? Oh, he went to the bathroom. Okay. I got to play him next, you know, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you could do it. It would take forever though. And, um, right. and, and you're, there's some people that, I mean, you get, I like seeing younger people, but you know, you get um, people that are in their forties or fifties that are fine, but you get some older APA players that um, aren't, necessarily into that sort of tech right that's a tech savvy yeah and and for them to be able to problem solve through a few what would be simple things but to do that um would probably turn people off where if you take something Mm -hmm. like apago and you use it as a uh as a foundational kind of anchor point um, that could make some of those things yeah. issues. To less. have a spot where everybody can go to for the tournament, that they're all going to app a go. That makes it much easier. You could um, schedule you said, as a you know, uh, tool, right? things better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, I, I would love to have a court. I mean, because like if you had a coordinated tournament on app go and you wanted to play with a certain team, it's $3 team that you own for right. you know yeah. the rest yeah. of your once so. you have an account yeah you're good so yeah. that's not too bad you know you want to play with you know the 1964 cardinals okay great you know you own them that's one of your teams you go with it um and then if they had a thing where um you know uh kevin is organizing this tournament he could have the team set up and you have a schedule that's set up with who you're playing and um, you could have a kind of window of time that you play in or something. It might have to be multi-day. You wouldn't necessarily have to. You right. But that could be cool days. in its own way that it's multi-day, yep, right. you know. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, you could do that. I would love to see another thing in Apago where they have a way of people. Um, it, you know, maybe it's something you toggle on and off, but you can uh, watch another game. Um like, you yeah. know, I know we can screen record things and stuff that like that. That could be part of the tournament mode thing that you can right. allow those things to right. happen or something. Right. Yeah. That's because then, yeah. you know, because, you know, when you're at a tournament, you like to kind of sometimes you stick around, you watch some of the last yeah. few games to see what happens. Well, I'd like to kind of see what happens or something, yeah, you know, for a tournament. I mean, yeah, we stuck around. We watched the, you know, the final, you know, postseason games and the tournament mm-hmm. final, the final game. I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah. And I, I know that they've done some stuff where they've um, like live streamed, you know, Apago stuff. But that would, again, be your own kind of tech thing where if it was kind of built in, um, that could be that could be fun. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of ways you can go. I mean, shoot, I don't know if they want to turn it into a Twitch channel or something like that, but they could. Um, yeah. You yeah. Know, there's all sorts of ways you could go with that. But I, there's so many possibilities. When we talked a couple weeks uh, ago 
um, with John Aslan, he said he um, has had conversations with John Hurston about um, Apigo is probably the future of the company. Oh, um, it, it and, has got to be. And, yeah. and I know that people like the cards and all that um, and holding them and, and rolling the dice, but there's got to be a, a different balance that kind of develops there as if the company continues moving forward. Do you know yeah. if Apigo is um, is sustainable? I mean, is it making money? Oh, I, I don't know. Money. I don't know for sure. Um, I have I have no idea really. I you know. I I think it's been around for a number of years, so they must be at least doing pretty well, you know. Right. But the most people I ever see on there at one time is like sixty, you mm-hmm. know. Okay. I know there's more users than that, but like last night I was on there and there was about 60 guys and usually it's like 25 or 30. Sometimes you see like 40, but there was like 60 guys on there last night. I think there's a few more people, you know, at one time and guys come and mm-hmm. go and they log right. off, you know, so, but that's not a huge numbers. <laughs> no, no, it's no, no, it's not. I mean, there's more, I mean, I don't know how many accounts they have, um, obviously more than that, but, um, yeah, I mean, I also think it's like, I mean, if you, I liken a little bit of the app ago and where its popularity could go similar to, um, and, and Tom, you could talk about this when you first start going to some of these tournaments, like let's say, um, in Chicago or something, and you just have a handful of guys there, um, or, you know, players or managers. And then within right. a couple of years, it's, it's, you know, it's doubling, you know, you have multiple people going once people get a taste of what is available, um, it could go quickly. It could kind of spread. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the Chicago Land tournament, the very first one, which I did not go to, had like five people, and right. I went to the second one, and that was like twenty two. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Rob Spatz's one he's organizing this year, which I think is still on for August. Yeah, yeah. We're, um, Kevin and I are signed up for it. So yeah, so you're signed up for it. it. It's at like forty eight, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So wow. I mean, I sure yeah. hope I can go to that. Hope, hope we all can go to this. Yeah. I mean, that, well, that I, I, awesome. speaking speaking of that, um, what team did you pick, Tom? I wanted to talk to you about um, what team you picked. Uh, 74 Pirates? No, 74 Cubs. That's right. 74 Cubs. I they had to wait for me to call, pick that team. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you decide to go with the 74 Cubs? What was your reason? Um, the reason is that, that was my, the Cubs are my team. And it was the first, one of the first teams that I can remember, like, rooting for. I'm mm. about that age where I was probably about, let's see, I would have been nine or ten. Nine, nine yeah. years old. And I, I can remember following their stats. I can remember, you know, the players. I mean, it was a bad team. Don't mm. get me wrong. But, <laughs> I'm sure um, they're going to beat out, well, you got the 75 Reds in your division. So you, you should be all right. <laughs> oh god uh, I got a really nice email from Tommy Matthew who's just, who's just so you know happy that I'm in this division and I can't wait to play each other and and, and I am too he, I just met him the last year and uh, um, so well it should be a fun It's a, I, I really don't go to these tournaments he really I wants go. to play your team. That's what he wants. No, he probably does. Yeah, <laughs> have at it, Tommy. You're you go for it. He's like, uh, you know, but, at least I won't come in last. You know, yeah, if, exactly you, right. if somebody doesn't roll well and you happen to be oh, rolling yeah, you some never numbers, know. man. I mean, it that's I how think, it works. Hey, I if you that, were able to, to, yeah, 
Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I I uh, I think I did the best at a tournament with the seventy eight Royals, and they had like no B pitching, no A pitching, all C's, maybe <laughs> one B in the bullpen, and, and they had okay hitting, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of it is. In It'd the be dice. so awesome if that team like just rode it all the way through oh, yeah, to the championship. And that's the thing, because um, and there's nothing more frustrating in a tournament than when you play that team that you think is the crummy team, and they beat you. You know, you're oh, like, I what? Know. How do I lose to this team? I mean, if I lose to the '75 Reds, fine. You know, right. they're right. good. But how did I lose this one? You know, right, so, yeah. right. But and then I think it's kind of interesting some of the you know when people pick an unusual team in my division Kevin you and I were talking about this it was the seventy eight um, who's the team that steals all the way? oh A's right the Oakland yeah. yeah oh yeah and they seventy six is in seventy six Oakland oh seventy six Oakland that's what it was. they set yeah. the record for the most stolen bases ever for a team. And they have all these pinch runners and all these. I mean, they, I mean, like Don Baylor is on that team, right? And he, he stole like 50 bases. He stole like 50 something <laughs> oh, bases. Right. He did, didn't he? It's yeah. like if you look at that, and, you know, I have right now um, an app ago um, till the, you know, 22nd like subscription so I can go back and kind of look at cards. You look at those cards on that team, and it's crazy. I mean, this the speed all over. They really don't pitch well. They don't really hit well, but <laughs> no, it, they steal bases. Steal bases. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, they steal more bases than the 85 Cardinals. I mean, they, they yeah. steal all yeah. over the place. So it's kind of interesting to look at that, yeah. Hmm. Um, so well, did you all uh, oh. sign up for the Baseball Digest archive? Yes. Yes, yes. Wow, that's yeah. darn Yes, it's good yep. stuff. We, uh, um, you know, we used to get the baseball digest like a lot of people I know, and kind of going back and looking at some of those. I want to read some of the different articles. Kevin sent me an interesting text a couple of days ago as he was going, kind of combing through those, and how um, what was it, Kevin? You, uh, Jackie Robinson was never on the yeah, cover. Yeah, well, I wrote I wrote the you know first card huh. Friday for Jackie Robinson. I'm like, well, maybe I can pull a cover from this. So I look like everything well you know he only played 10 years i looked at every cover he was never on the cover really it's like your rookie of the year your mvp your world champion you're the jackie robinson modern (laughs) first modern african-american never on the cover yeah i was like okay so obviously there was something still i mean we know this if you study history but that's an it's an interesting you know sometimes you say things but then there's facts and that's an interesting little tidbit that right um, i'd like to i should go through and look to see who the first african-american was on the cover how long it took i mean if it was like right boston red sox until you know maybe willie mays or no i mean was i mean i don't know you would think you know somebody like mays or aaron or Uh, yeah like that but you know yeah I mean, but if he wasn't on, I mean, you'd wonder. And let me tell you, there's some real no-name guys that made it on the cover from the year. To year. <laughs> right. <laughs> some guys like, who is this guy? He's on the. Like, right. I can't remember the guy's name. I'm like, what? Who's this yeah. guy? Most obscure you know? covers or something. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of that, now Kevin uh, wanted to launch a little campaign that we have going for April 15th. Um, uh, what would be Jackie Robinson Day in the majors, but won't be really occurring. So um, we've kind of tried to. Kevin's been doing a pretty good job trying to promote some of that through the blog and the Facebook posts and stuff like that on people just, you know, to kind of celebrate that or whatever, or commemorate that, to play a game with a Jackie Robinson card-based team. 
So that'll be fun to do. Um, we'll have to check that out. And I know Tom already challenged me. Who, what team do you think you're going to play with? Uh, yeah, we'll have to work that out. I, yeah. I'm open to whatever, but yeah. Um, but at that point, ideas. I'll have any Dodger team available on Apago. So okay. um, I can play with whoever. Uh, I actually um, looked at all the different Jackie Robinson cards. He had some pretty interesting cards. Um, there's a few um, that um, I, uh, you know, he has a single column card. Um, right. And uh-huh. whenever I think when he of, had like 18 or 19 home runs or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, there's a couple that are pretty interesting. And um, I like, when I think, you know, I don't know about you guys, but when I think of a Jackie Robinson card, I think of a double column card, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, with you know some some zeros maybe four three or three for sure but maybe maybe one on a 22 and uh so he had at least three cards that um were on apago that were single column which i thought was kind of fun okay so uh and kevin might be doing some post or something related to those as we lead up to that yeah kind of the plan drum up the interest and and then get some people maybe uh coming to the apple blog and posting how things went on there on their games I, I bought my Epigo team. I've got the uh, 49 Dodgers because that was his MVP season. So I'm willing to play anybody with my 49 Dodgers. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that's well, I'll I play got. with somebody there. It'll be a little bit different having them in there twice like that. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, I was just thinking I might like just pull uh, like the 27 Yankees and then make a custom team and put Jackie on there. And then, um, no, just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm playing with a jackie robinson card well you uh, could do that that's <laughs> yeah you could i guess one could do that yes um so well um i know we've been talking for a while and it's been really good tom um having you on and may hopefully we can do it again sometime but we really oh, appreciate you awesome. yeah. spending time talking with us it's been almost an hour um and uh i think we kind of delved into some some fun topics and i'm sure other ones would come up um, if anybody is, um, you know, looking to kind of uh, get some of the links that we referred to, like, you know, not just the app, blog, but other ones, we'll put them in the show notes and people can kind of check out some of that stuff. Maybe we could find a link to an old, uh, box cars thing or something. We could put that in the show notes. Yeah. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, thank oh, you very much. Golly. And, um, thank you. Yeah, and I hope we'll... everyone, you and your families are all uh, all safe and healthy. Yes, this yes, we're sticking we're there. Fine. Um, and, and I Kevin, hope... I I feel your pain uh, of not being out, being able to go out there yeah. and umpire uh, yeah. as a uh, published photographer, sports photographer. Um, I <laughs> I know the feeling of not being able to get out there in the ball in the ball game this spring. Yeah. Yeah, this this coming Tuesday is supposed to be my first D one non con, and it's supposed to be really yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, I try not to look at my schedule because it just like makes me sad. <laughs> yeah, you know? so yeah, especially yeah, as the weather gets goes. better, it, you get right, a little more. Right. Kind of, but then you know you can kind of you know you just got to kind of kind of think pointing positive on something, right? So sure. Um. All right. Well, thank you very much, Tom. And thank uh, you. I appreciate it, Kevin and Kirk. All right. No, no problem. problem. Thank you. Okay, well, welcome back. Um, we'd like to thank Tom again for joining us. Uh, and uh, we figure with talking to Tom for a little over 55 minutes, um, that's a show. And yeah, uh, we had much. planned on uh, 
getting into our next Beatle album, which was Magical Mystery Tour, but we're going to save that for our next episode, and which hopefully is next week, and we'll get into some other talk, and um, app is always something that might be there, but whatever else is going on. Um, so plan on that, and uh, look at our show notes for any uh, interesting links that we have from this interview, and uh, check out the APA blog. Um, and look back at some of the great uh, articles over the last you know 12 years or so. Um, and stay safe and um, healthy, and hopefully everyone will continue um, to uh, have enjoyment with things like you know their hobbies like APA. Um, any final comments you want to make, Kevin? Uh, not really. Just uh, you know we can talk in the future about. You know, what we've been doing in this quarantine and trying to fill time and what other people are have been doing. Feel free to send us, uh, you know, uh, an email or leave us a voicemail through the Anchor app. And we'd be happy to use any information or anything that you got for us on the, the future show. Yeah, if you have any topic ideas or things that would be good. Um, I'd like to, I like doing the interviews. This is one of our, this is really our first main interview. Really and, our first one, yeah. And I think we need to, we've been talking a lot about Apago, see if we can arrange um, something Get somebody from the company on. Yeah, yeah. If, if possible. So we'll have to try to reach out for that. Um, but or if really, they happen to be listening, they can certainly reach out to us. That We'd be we're yeah. fine with that too. We'll yeah. set it up. It's pretty easy to do. You just need a computer and with a microphone, maybe some headphones or earbuds, and you're good to go, right? Yep. Um, oh, yeah. uh, so we're pretty low tech on that. Um, all right. So thank you, everybody. Take care, and we will uh, see you, uh, or you can hear us in our next episode. Double Take is recorded using Audacity and CleanFeed. We use Fifine USB microphones and distribute through Anchor.fm. Theme music, Funk in the Trunk, is by Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at DoubleTakeCast, or email us at DoubleTakeFeedback at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.